listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank all our friends that have come back. And for you across the pond who are picking up your podcast, I appreciate you picking us on iTunes. This show today is about pet reincarnation and what can prevent your animal from reincarnating. Now, if you have questions from this show, I'd like you to email us at brent at petliferadio.com. Normally, we take the show and divide it into two segments. The first segment is about animal and pet reincarnation, and the second segment is about animal health. I'm an animal medical intuitive, and I have the ability to see life force energy and inside an animal's body. So what does this mean? Well, in animal reincarnation, it means that I can see an animal's life force energy in the past, through its death, and into the future and therefore if I see that animal's energy in the future I can tell you if your pet is coming back and what they're going to look like as an animal medical intuitive which is normally the second half of our show and if we have time today we'll take a few of your questions I look inside the body and we determine what's wrong with fluffy feet and we help with your health issues so today I'd like you to bear with us we have a lovely gentleman who um, is in law enforcement and he's taken time on lunch today he's calling from Illinois and we'll look forward to speaking with him right after our sponsors break see you on the other side we'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors is the coast clear are you sure they went to Petco? Where else would they go? Oopsie. Hey, calm down. I smell presents. <gasps> go to PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco and get up to 40% off hundreds of holiday items at Petco. PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco. Uh-oh, step on it. Okay. Oh, not on my tail. <laughs> Petco, where the pets go. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And, you know, as a human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So, in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back. 
back. Hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsor. And today on the phone, we have Brett with us. He's calling in from Illinois. And he's calling about this beautiful Japanese ragdoll kitty kitty that he has named Sinatra. And Brett, thank you so very much for writing us. And tell us about your cat. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, oh, I appreciate it. He's uh, <laughs> a little nervous here, but That's uh, right. he's part of our family. We had him for almost 16 years. And uh, about two years ago, he was diagnosed with uh, uh, kidney disease. And uh, they were able to get him to bounce back, and we had him for another two years. And about a week and a half or maybe a little bit longer, he started to get sick and not wanting to eat or drink. So we took Okay, well, back. just let me add, I want to add something here. For you listeners out there, the reason a cat in chronic renal failure does get sick and not want to eat is because since his kidneys can't process the poisons that are backing up in his system it inflames their stomach and that's why they stop eating and their system is being overloaded with the toxins that the kidneys can't produce and if you'll look on our podcast you'll see that we have a whole show on cat renal failure so there's nothing you could have done at all brett i want you to know that because once that process sets in and it's in chronic renal failure it's basically just something that god handles so do not feel any guilt about it it's just that's a process where a body can't regenerate itself anymore and can't respond to medicines anymore. So that's why it happens. And go ahead and go from there. Yeah, I, we tried the subcutaneous fluid, some other stuff. and Special you know, diets and everything, yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of went downhill and totally stopped uh, relieving himself in the cat box and couldn't climb there, so we had him re- confined to one room. And uh, I basically spent... The last few days um, next to him. That's what daddies do. <laughs> yeah. I slept on the floor with my kitty, Mikey, when Mikey was in his last stages of cancer and his body was shutting down. I slept on the floor in the laundry room with him for three days. So it's something to be, in my book, proud of. What do you think, Meg? I have to tell you, I got a little weepy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that is exactly what moms and dads do. Um, so. Because our animals, when we have a connection with our animals, they become our family members without a doubt. And for those of you out there who don't have children, like um, I don't, my family members are my children. So we understand that. Go ahead, yeah. Brett. You know, I've always believed in reincarnation in the past, and I don't know. Now, let me ask you, because I'm going. the reason I want to insert a question here is because for all the listeners out there, who haven't believed in reincarnation or who don't. And for those of you who are listening, and since we're this is a teaching show, reincarnation has been around for 6,000 years since the Egyptians. And what made you feel, Brett, like you believed in reincarnation? Well, I, when I was younger, I used to have the books on different things uh, along those lines of like that. And I've seen a ghost uh, of an Indian woman here in our house Several wow. ago, but I, I know there's something on the other side. It's just, you know, I've never seen anything since. And other than that, I know it, whether or not it's a thought he placed in my head or, or, or a message, but I just, I know, I know it's true. Okay. Now, for those of you who are listening, Brett is just speaking from his soul, and I'm getting chill bumps all over me just saying that you're right. But for anyone who has seen a ghost or a vision, really what you're seeing is the steam form of energy. And energy is forever. And when a pet dies, they change from a body that's a physical body and transmute into 
steam. And for those of you who haven't heard my show on this, I'm going to give you the quick scenario. If you take water and boil it, you get steam. If you take steam and freeze it, you get ice crystals. If you take ice crystals and melt them, you get water. And that's sort of how the reincarnation process is. When Sinatra passed his body, he left his soul, which is everlasting because God says that the souls are everlasting and energy is everlasting. His soul left the dead body and transmuted into steam. And when people say they see ghosts or visions, the reason it's in vapor form is because it's like steam. It's in everlasting time, but the soul is forever and the love life force is forever. So that love life force is just transmuted into steam. And a lot of individuals can see that steam form because they allow their mind to embrace it and they open their mind to embrace it. And what you do is a lot of people only use 10% of their brains. I mean, that's a proven fact. And when you see things like that and hear them and feel them, like we'll discuss a little later, it means that you have opened your mind to allow it to use more than 10% of the active brain. So it's not like you're going into woo-woo land or never-never land. It means that the 99% of all people using their brain, Brett, you just opened your mind a little more. And because God is all there is, you chose to just open your mind a little more, which allowed you to see that earlier in life. So then tell us about Sinatra. Yeah, uh, the only last few things was uh, in, in bed at night. It started just... Uh, about a day or two after he passed, I could faintly hear him purring. And, and you know it's their purr. Yeah, and it's right up against me. And, and the last night uh, it was so strong, it was vibrating on my stomach and my chest and yep. woke me up. And okay, now last. for those of you, now when he says this, I've got goosebumps all over me. It's all I can do not to cry. But what I'm trying to share with you is the reason he can feel this is, first of all, he allowed his mind to be open and receptive to what God sent him. And... Vibration is an energy form, and for those of you who don't understand electromagnetics, let me explain how he could feel this vibration. If you go to the doctor and a doctor gives you a cardiogram, he puts the little stickies on your heart, and then he takes a picture of it, and you can see the vibration, and that's the truth. It's the electromagnetic vibration of the little heart machine going, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And what that is doing is measuring the vibration of your heart. So when the life force energy, which is now in steam form, sat near and on Brett's stomach, he could feel the vibration, which you can't see unless he was taking a picture of it. If he had a Curlian photography, he would be able to see that form, but his body was able to feel the electromagnetic force field of the steam. Because when you have visions or ghosts, as people call them in today's world, the scientists understand that's really an electromagnetic vibration. And they have developed infrared cameras that can see the electromagnetic vibration. And they have developed machines that if there was someone in your room, Brett, when you said you felt this, They can turn on a machine that will show, just like um, an MRI shows, the electromagnetic vibrations on a Richter scale, like a little, you know, dial that goes from 10 to 50 of the fact that Sinatra was, in fact, there. And every time he purred, the little machine 
which comes from the physics world, which is not my specialty, but in physics, they do have this machine, and it would go up like 10 to 15, like your speedometer does in a car. Mm -hmm. So even though you couldn't see it, you could feel it because it was your body feeling that force field. You follow me? Probably explain why, yeah, why my wife couldn't hear hear him. Well, uh, at um, one point I could hear him above her head even, but she couldn't hear it. Okay. Now, Meg, if you will, let's talk a little bit about why people don't experience hearing and feeling. One of the the main reasons, the very first reason, is because of the thought process that my pet is actually dead and gone forever. And it's the aspect of being gone forever that actually blocks energy. And one of the reasons is in this is you have to think about the water that turns to steam, that goes to ice crystals, that when you melt it, it comes back to water because God put life force energy. The soul is everlasting, which love is everlasting. Love is never ending. It just changes physical properties. And a lot of people, when they say my pet is gone forever, blocks the mind so it doesn't expand beyond that 10% and embrace the limitless and the never-ending of God's love and the never-ending of life force energy because that's goes if you believe that a soul goes on forever then you believe in life force energy going on forever because that is the soul go ahead Meg just to expand upon that for a moment is that centuries ago humans believed that the world was flat and that all we could see was up to the horizon and anything over that, the ships were going to fall right, right over the edge of the earth. As time has gone on, we've expanded our vision. God's given us the grace to develop all types of instruments to determine not only what's on this earth, but what's on beyond. The same thing is that we are limited many times by what we can physically see or hear. And if we allow ourselves to accept that our Creator gives us much more than what we are limited to seeing and believing in in just this one moment in time, then that expands our ability to accept what seems to be right now for many people, in many cases, something like this, which would be unbelievable for some people. So, it is the unblocking and the allowing and the expansion of your mind to consider that, okay, my belief in my creator, the universe, whoever you call on, is unlimited. So, why should I limit my creator? And you know, love is forever and life force energy is forever because Mm -hmm. it's always, and a lot of people believe that Jesus is the first reincarnation. That's true. Because he died and came back. And uh, we try not to bring that into the, you know, into a lot of shows because we're not trying to make this a Christian belief show. We're trying because obviously the yogic belief embraces this, the Taoist beliefs, the Buddhists believe this, um, the Egyptians have believed it for 6,000 years. So reincarnation is a belief that has been around way longer than we are. And I'm sure that if you've ever been uh, where you've seen someone that lost a limb like their arm or their leg, They talk about phantom pain, and you can look this up on the internet, and the phantom pain is true, and they say they have recorded phantom pain within the heart and the uh, mind brainwaves of an individual because they are literally just like you did, Brett, when you were feeling Sinatra on your tummy, and I love the name for that cat, when you were feeling Sinatra's electromagnetic vibrations on your tummy, the people, uh, the veterans who come back and say, oh, my right leg is just killing me. 
and, you know, they don't have a right leg, then they are feeling the phantom pain of the electromagnetics that are registering in their mind. And so when you feel the electromagnetics of Sinatra on your stomach, it's because your mind is more open and receptive to, is this possible? Now, you can say it's not possible and that will shut the possibility down. It's like putting up a barrier. And here's the best way I can tell you about that. If you take a rock, and I'm not very good at this, but you take a rock and you throw it across a pond and it skips across the pond. Well, it's going forward, you think, but it's putting out all these little waves and the waves push against the shore and push against the shore and push against the shore. And if that was your animal's energy trying to come home to you, then every little wave that you push against him, whether it's excessive crying or anger, like my cat got run over and I hate it, that little wave is pushing the energy that would be coming to you so you could feel him and you could hear him and you could see him. It's pushing it away. And when they're on the other side, it takes a great amount of energy to come into the earth atmosphere because, again, electromagnetics. And then when you hear him, that's a higher level of electromagnetics. And they have proven there's white noise on television and people listen to white noise to go to sleep when they travel. Mm-hmm. Well, that white noise is the energy of the sounds. And what you've done is you've just said, I'm opening my mind to be able to hear that. And in our book, Animal Reincarnation, there is a section that I wrote in them. And so you already have the natural gift to do this. And once that gift is activated inside of you, you'll always have it. So you can always activate it. Now, the Animal Reincarnation book, for those who've never done it, has three specific or four or five exercises that gives you the one, two, three, four how-tos, how to touch your pet. So you've already seen or felt Sinatra. It says so how to feel your pet, how to hear them, and how to see them. So you can use those same techniques in there since you saw the Indian earlier in life to ask Sinatra to come into your vision. And if it doesn't frighten you, then obviously it doesn't frighten you because you've remained open to it. Once you have that gift, you always have that gift. And the universe gave that to you. And the only way you can shut that gift down is to say, I ask, and it is my intent not to use this gift at this time. And that way, the universe is like taking, you know, on a switchboard at a house, the main circuit breaker. The universe will flip the circuit breaker and stop that process within you. But if you want more, you can use those techniques to ask for more, to see him, to touch him, to feel him, and to communicate with him so that you can get your answers from him because other people say, well, this means I'm going to hear it. You hear it in your heart. And you hear it in your soul and you just know it. It's sort of like when you look at your wife, you know you love her. And she can look at you sometimes with her eyes and you can hear her say, I love you with her eyes. Well, then you're feeling the electromagnetic signals in her mind coming to you. But you know how to translate them because it means I love you. And when you feel the vibration of Sinatra, you're feeling the vibrational of ongoing and enduring love. It's just come into an electromagnetic form. And since his love is in steam form right now, because he's not in a body, then that's why you're feeling it. And that's why you're hearing it, because he can't communicate. He, he doesn't have a body to walk across the floor with. But if you open your mind and ask him to show me, show me your energy, show me your energy, show me your energy now, then you'll probably be able to see him. 
Can I make a suggestion? Go ahead. Yeah. Brett, if you don't mind sharing with your wife that when she's thinking about Sinatra and she's having a picture in her mind, if you could tell her to try to bring to her mind happy thoughts and grateful thoughts. To keep and on celebrate the things. Celebrate mm-hmm. all the good times. Right. Any past medical trauma, the procedures with all the prodding and the poking, any surgeries, medicines, along with any suffering is over. If an unhappy memory pops up, I want you to share with her, to tell her what is past is past. That's what I want her to say to herself. And let me tell you, and, this is a southern mm-hmm. term. I'm going to throw this in. You ready? <laughs> was is was. <laughs> W-A-Z. Was is was. What was was. And so, you know, now Sinatra is, he feels fine. He's kicking it. Uh, his love is just kicking it. So if she'll access from all that Meg was talking about, access the love heart then she's opening up another whole chakra or another whole energy force field by opening the love side of it. Because the minute you give up grief, you can celebrate the happiness. And you want to celebrate the happiness because, as Meg said, if you remember all the bad, my fiance was killed in a car wreck, head-on car crash. And if I focus on seeing him laid up on that marble slab and seeing where the steering wheel went through his chest and focus on all that, it's so horrific, I don't want to go there. But... When I think of Mike with all the good things and happy things, that's when I can see him and I can feel him because it's like I have a little special box inside my heart. And anytime I want a wonderful piece of Mike, like a great piece of chocolate, I open up my little heartfelt box and I smile because I can feel Mike's heart love for me. And so, as Meg said, if you can give up all the prodding, poking medical procedures, the walking into the walls, and see, that's when he was going comatose because the poisons were making him comatose walking into the walls. If she can try and give up that and celebrate the fact that by leaving his body, he's happy, he's well, and he's available. And the fact that he's already come back to you. Go ahead, Meg. I want to mention one other thing. If you notice that when Sinatra was in pain, his instinct was still to move forward. Our pets are born knowing that life is about going forward. It's about living and not being a spectator and not just giving up. They do everything as much as they can with as much vigor. So they play hard. They don't worry about anything. They trust that you're going to put the food down when they need it. They don't worry about death the way that we humans do. Pets know that they come back and forth often if they so choose. So they so don't this, worry about this. So that's what we want you to focus on. And right now, we've got to take a sponsor break, and then we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's the holidays at PetSmart, so come one and all. There are hundreds of gifts for pets big and pets small. Toys only at PetSmart so special and new. They'll love the gifts. You'll love the value. Hurry to PetSmart today for your very best friend and save 30 to 50% before the holiday ends. The holidays are just around the corner. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. So shop early and save money. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. 
Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hi, this is Ken Jones from the Prince of Ponds podcast. The frogs are shaking the shakers, the turtles are hitting the slapsticks, and the koi are blowing the trumpets. It's party time here at Prince of Ponds. Out under the swaying palm trees, the pond fairies are kicking up their heels and spinning in delight in the twilight. Here on Pet Life Radio, it's time to celebrate the magic of ponds, waterfalls, fountains, and water gardens at the Prince of Ponds podcast. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Well, did you enjoy that sponsor's message? I hope you did. <laughs> that keeps us all in the air. My name is Brent Atwater. I'm an animal intuitive and an animal medical intuitive. They even call me the authority on pet reincarnation. So here we are today with uh, Meg, our pet loss counselor, and we're talking about what can stop animal reincarnation and how the bereavement process can block your pet from uh, coming to see you. We have on the phone with us, thank you so very much, Brett from Illinois, who has taken time from his lunch to chat with us about his cat, Sinatra, and we hope that you've listened to the rest of the show because Brett gave us some really wonderful opportunities of the things he felt and how he saw his cat and how he's felt his cat because his heart was open and his soul was in tune with all there is and allowing God to be limitless. So um, now, Brett, we're back to taking your questions. And Meg, if you'll listen carefully, we'll just move forward. Now, I, I guess if I get to my question, I'm asking if you see him coming back and he'll look the same or if there'll be anything we can look for as far as a distinguishing marks. Okay, well, let's stop right there. That's like a four-part question, so let's see what I get here. Uh And for those who are first-time listeners, what I do is I track Sinatra's life through his death, and normally, if he's already passed, we can tell you what they died of. We had a dog last week who died of an aneurysm, and they didn't know why he died, so we found that out. Okay, let's go see Sinatra here. I follow the life force energy from their past life. I look at it through their death, and then I run it out to the future, and let's see what we get. And the way you do this, again, for those listening, because you're not supposed to have radio downtime, is I'm basically tuning into a frequency. And I'm tuning into the same frequency that you would have when you tune into a radio station. Okay. All right, here's what I get. This is the good and the bad of this, and I'm just going to say this as politely as possible. When I look at Sinatra, I hear that in six months he's going to make some decisions. Um, I do not see him clearly because um, I think there are some things that are possibly blocking his return. If you're in a household where you have open-minded individuals and non-open-minded individuals, it sends a mixed signal. And even though Sinatra has the possibility or choice to reincarnate, I feel like he's still making that choice. Mm -hmm. When I see that, I see his energy because this is the reason I wanted to do this show today. 
most cats or dogs or whatever that I see their energy, I just look at it. I say 16 months, five months, whatever, and I can totally and completely describe the animal. When I look at Sinatra, which is a beautiful cat, folks, the most enticing blue eyes you've ever seen, I see him as his energy moving forward, but he hasn't formed. And when he hasn't formed, what that tells me is he hasn't made the decision whether he's coming back or not, or there's other things that are inhibiting his arrival. So I can't honestly answer your question, and I'm not going to make up anything about what he's going to look like because he's not showing that to me. Factually, I'm not seeing it. I do see his life force line cross through the purple veils of death and move into the future, and inside myself, I hear six months. I look at his eyes. Normally, when I ask for someone to send a pet photograph, I look in their eyes, and I immediately hear the time frame or nope, I'm not reincarnating. So on this, very honestly, I feel that he's making a choice and he has the choice to come back to you or not. But I feel like that you would need to do more. I guess the best thing I would say to you is you talk to him with your heart and ask because I feel that there, I feel it's a choice of his. And if Uh there's any, and to examine your environment so that if there's any energy that would prevent him from coming back. And when I'm listening now, if when you find him uh, and he chooses to come back, he's going to come back as a three month old. You're not going to get him like really young. I'm hearing Uh three months. He'll be with at least three months old. Uh And so I think that that's something. I think the time frame would begin at around six months from now if he chooses that time frame. And I'm hearing between six months and three years. So that's the window he's chosen, and I think your talking to him in that time is going to make the difference in the specific yeah. time he arrives. I get that it will. he will be at least three months old, and he will be a he again. Okay. I think the way you're going to recognize him is when I see the energy, I see, like, would he take his left front paw and reach it up, like, to be loved? You know, like, get my attention, get, let me give you my attention? His sister does. He, his sister uh, does? Yeah. Okay, because I'm looking at a cat that's taking that paw is like reaching up and saying, touch me, hold me, pay attention to me. He sometimes does. What, for, what he used to do is he used to have this uh, meow. Sometimes he would look at you and do a, a meow, a slow one. It's one of those sexy ones. He knew what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called touch me, hug yeah. me, love me, hold me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could look at you and you could almost know he wanted fresh water with ice cubes in it. Bless his heart. What he what he used to do is he used to stretch and he used to put the one paw in front and stretch or lay down and he'd have his left paw straight out. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So he did do that little mannerism. Okay. Well, you gonna he's gonna do that again when he chooses in that time frame. He's gonna do that again. Let's see if mm-hmm. he does. Any, let me see if I can look at him. See if he'll show me anything else here. And for those of you listeners who are on our podcast, we're taking you just a little bit longer, so you have to run a little further on that treadmill today and put in a little more cardiac uh, exercise here. Okay. This is going to sound really strange. Did he walk with his tail in a certain way so that it was like stuck up and walked a certain way towards you when he was coming, he was happy? It's like a proud tail flagship. It's like, here I am. I'm coming to you. Look at me. Yeah, he, he when he'd walk, he was a big cat. And you could hear him coming down the hallway like you a could, big, big well, cat. You could hear him walking on the kitchen and floor. He, he would have oh, wow. a tail in his hand. And would he put it on there like, I'm proud, I'm, look at me? 
Yeah, yeah, he would. And he, I can't remember if he had it all the time. Didn't he have sweaty? No, no, this would be just something that's special to him because this cat would like, and I don't know if you were, for humans, they call it saunter. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd like put his tail up and just saunter down the hall like, here I am. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to do that when he used to do his potty. Uh-huh. He'd run upstairs and he was proud and that's how he would be. That's it. Yes, his proud walk. Yep, yeah. he would go into the living room, pouncing around, and his tail would be up. Mm-hmm. That's his proud walk, sauntering, like I am somebody. I'm special. My tail's up. Notice me. Yep, yeah. well, you'll, that'll be one of the, this was a sweet cat. And sweet he cat. Never, he was always like a kitten in some ways. He was never mean. Even to the vet, he was never mean. Well, he had a generous spirit. You can look at his eyes. This cat was a very old soul. This was a wise cat. He wasn't like a young cat. He was a very wise cat. Has he been... Um, incarnated before i hear yes did you have a cat when you were about 13 uh we had um a cat when i was younger that got hit by a car we only had it for maybe a month or two mm-hmm. okay i grew up with cats debbie I, I believe this was his cat i believe this incarnation sinatra is uh and i know you love this cat but i think sinatra's soul contract is with uh brett and for those of you who are I uh, had a girlfriend and boyfriend or sister and brother or husband and wife. An incarnation is specific to a person. Now, Debbie, you've had cats that have come back to you. I have. And, yeah, you've had one when you were, uh, I'm hearing, eight years old. And that cat's been with you twice. And that's what I'm hearing today. And, folks, I know that this is uh, running a little long here today. And our sponsors are having little fits over there, shaking their little pom-poms, going, we need to have our time. So let's go back to the sponsors, and then we'll close the show. And if we need to carry this on in another one, we will. Meg, we're moving down the road here. Yes, ma'am. And here's to our sponsors. We'll be back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ICE.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ICE.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. ICE.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, just like the reincarnated pets. Thank you so much for listening today to our show about what can prevent animals from reincarnating. I want to especially thank Brett and his wife, Debbie, for taking time out of their life 
to share their experience with Sinatra and allow us to teach you real-life experiences and how to recognize events that occur around the loss of your pet. Meg, we want to thank you. She is our extraordinary pet loss counselor. So if any of you have really your heart is torn apart and need to talk to someone, Meg's your gal. And I'm Brent Atwater. I'm a pet reincarnation authority. I can track Fluffy or Buffy's energy from their past into their future and tell you what they look like. So call us or write us on Brent at Pet Life Radio. And we hope that today's episode has helped heal your heart, has taught you things that will help expand your awareness and open your consciousness. And we want to thank all those folks at Pet Life Radio for allowing us to present this show in hopes that we will all help heal the hearts from the millions of people around the world suffering from pet loss. Thank you so very much for joining us. We'll look forward to talking with you and to helping heal your heart. Until soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.